Hello and welcome back. Hey, good morning. Afternoon, evening, or night, whenever this podcast is reaching you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On today's episode, we're analyzing, reviewing whatever this podcast is doing. I guess we haven't really ever um, mentioned. uh, (laughs) I guess it's more of an analysis or a discussion. I don't think we know either. Yeah. Of Halloween, John Carpenter's famous film, Halloween. The slasher Michael Myers is introduced. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, she's uh, she makes her appearance in this in this film. But yeah, join us, come along, hear our discussion of Halloween. Ooh. So Halloween, Halloween. What an appropriate film to incorporate into our Halloween movie marathon. Yeah, um, it's on brand. Yeah, for sure. You've seen this movie. I this was my first time seeing this movie. Oh, I don't think I. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, literally, uh, we talked about it last <laughs> episode. Um, yeah, I I rem- I remember watching this initially because I had I was like, this is like a Halloween classic, and I've never seen it. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes when I tell people I'm into, like, horror movies, and then I'm like, I've never seen X, Y, and Z, which are, Mm. like, classic horror staples, I'm always like, am I a poser? Yeah. Do you feel like you... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are. Uh, (laughs) Do you feel like you just, like, missed that when... Well, okay, so for me like my parents were really strict on the movies that i watched as a kid so like i did not grow up watching horror movies i did not grow up watching anything pg-13 or r so like the they just were never on the table and then when i got older and started getting started getting into horror movies i like was very picky about them because i was like scared of them Mm. And then most of the ones that I watched were like modern ones, so I feel like I just completely missed out on like Jason, Freddy, yeah, the like Michael classic Myers. horror franchises. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess in some ways I kind of feel that way. I I think we have talked about this before, where we both have shared like that in our youth. Um, like, well, I guess I can't remember. I was terrified of horror movies. It's not that yeah. my parents wouldn't let me watch them, but I was like frightened yeah and especially like with these like they're like the classics like everybody knows about them so to me i was like oh they must be really scary yeah you know and so like i intentionally especially like as a small child would avoid any sort of horror movies because they scared me to death yeah um but then you know in high school when my perspective started to change and i just started to like lean more into horror movies and enjoying them a lot of it was um with me and my friends going to the movie theaters you know like that was where i feel like horror was housed with me i didn't necessarily like watch it at home alone it was like ooh, me and my friends are going to go to the movies, watch, like, uh-huh. Paranormal Activity, and then get, like, fucking spooked, and go yeah. get, like, dinner afterwards, you know? Yeah. Like, it was more of, like, the the event of it all, you know? Yeah. So, I guess in that way, I agree that, like, my context of horror movies for a very long time, and I guess up until recently, even, has had been 
oh, what is, like, available in theaters right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it is interesting to retroactively go back to these classics because you're right. They are, like, so... They're heavy hitters, you know? Like, Halloween is being remade and sequels and prequels are being made today, you know? Like... Yeah. But um, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Um, So this is the 1978 classic film Halloween. It's rated R. This is like the OG. This is the introduction to Michael Myers. Um, like we are Michael Myers. We like, this is the beginning of it all. This is the movie. Was this before Jason and, and Freddy and all the other Oh, I don't know. I just mean in terms of the Halloween franchise. Like this oh, is the yeah, yeah. introduction. It's directed by John Carpenter it stars and introduces <laughs> in the beginning credits, apparently. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, Laurie Strode. Uh, Nancy Kies? I feel like I can never say these names. K-Y-E-S. Ka- Keys? Keys? Kies? As Annie Brackett. Um, Donald Pleasance as Samuel Loon- Loomis. N- Nick Castle as The Shape. Or, you know... Michael Myers, as we later find him out to be. Uh, but he's the uh, adult version of Michael Myers, the one in the mask. Um, Tony Moran as young Michael Myers. Um, and then shout out to Kyle Richards. Who, <laughs> Our girl Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> who is a housewife, um, a real housewife. And she plays Lindsay Wallace. And then Brian Andrews plays Tommy Doyle, who uh, those are the two little kids in the film. Yeah. So, um, I did a quick Google, Google search and this one came out before Nightmare on Elm Street and, um, Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. So, So, and that's, I mean, that makes sense because it is often like, um, noted as like kind of the introduction of the slasher friend, like the slasher genre of horror films. Yeah. And I feel like, like the, like the perspective that we have is really interesting because like all the, like horror tropes are in this movie because this movie created so many of them so it's like all these things are familiar to it's like we basically seen this movie before yeah and it's interesting too because like I think the knee jerk of the modern audience is to be like of course the virgin makes it to the end but it's like no the virgin makes it to the end because of because this movie had Laurie make it to the end you know like this was the blueprint like um and so many horror films beyond this film have replicated what this film has done. Or reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think it's really interesting that um, in terms of, like, the slasher genre, this is kind of OG, OG, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Did this movie scare you? No. Were you scared? No. Not even, like, a fleeting... Well, there was that jump scare that I did kind of like go, oh, it got me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she got me. Um, But I wouldn't say I was scared ever. Um, I think, again, this is one of those films, like we were just talking about Psycho, where it's like, even though, even if you haven't seen it, you have seen it. So, I mean, you know what's going to happen. Like, um, obviously, I'm aware of Michael Myers. I know that he is kind of kind of this like 
consistent, ever moving force that just seemingly cannot die. So anytime <laughs> she got yeah. him, you yeah. know, anytime she like stabbed him or pushed him or he fell or whatever, it was like, okay, so he's going to get up. So yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't know. What did you, did you have? What, what opinions did you have about this movie? Rewatching it as a, adult? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> Um, yeah, I kind of felt the same way in that, like, I wasn't, like, super scared. I thought there were some scary moments, but overall, like, I feel like I wouldn't lose sleep over this movie. No, yeah. Um, but I I appreciated, like, like I was saying, like, all the tr- tropes that are in it. Like, I, I think it's, I don't know, I think it's fun. I think, like, all, like, Jamie Lee Curtis and, like, her friends, like, I... I love like trashy horror. Not that this is trashy, but like 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 teenagers exhibiting shitty behavior, like being mm. shitty to themselves and their friends and making shitty choices. Mm-hmm. I like watching that. I think yeah. it's fun. Yeah, and I think too, like uh, not last year, but the year before when we were doing like kind of all those horror films that we hadn't seen before, mm-hmm. and like there was a chunk on our list that was from like the 50s and 60s and like 40s you know like old 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 horror yeah um and like those i feel like whenever we got to the end of those films we were like okay you know like like we were (laughs) just like it was it was we were trudging through them and this i wouldn't say i felt the same way this is like this is the the area of classic horror that i feel like we could all still go back to in 2022 2023 and and forward you know and like it's not tedious to get through whereas like the the Mm -hmm. cabinet of dr caligari is it it was hard (laughs) you know like and i think it's because this still is alive in a lot of tropes like we were saying but also you know the fact that it's like color um it's not so far out of reach in terms of like what these kids are doing. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can still relate to a lot of what's happening. Yeah. Right. Um, I guess we can do like a quick reader's digest. Not that I don't think anybody listening to this podcast <laughs> hasn't seen Halloween, but Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, we start the movie with a POV from the, child version of Michael Myers also sorry you're gonna hear crunching because our dog is he always eats when we're doing this yeah I know mixer um we get a POV (laughs) from the child Michael Myers who follows um sees his sister and her boyfriend making out on the couch follows them or you know they go up and have sex and then he goes up afterwards after the boyfriend has left and stabs his sister who's half naked um you know we're getting a lot of sexual vibes right off the bat (laughs) and and, uh he goes away well um i think what was it like 15 years later or something like that um yeah he escapes from the mental institution that he's at goes back to the neighborhood where he killed his sister originally his his home hometown neighborhood and terrorizes yeah, the town basically yeah or Any, just the street yeah <laughs> anybody who is a teenager and having sex he's like ready to murder yeah um and that's kind of the crux of it i mean it's simple but it also is like really effective you know yeah don't have sex is <laughs> yeah the, i mean the message of this 
this movie. I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny how um, terrible Jamie Lee Curtis's friends are. Yeah, <laughs> like not that they they're not terrible because like they like want to have a good time and they're like sexually active. It's more they're just like mean to her the whole time. Yeah, but it also like it's not. It th- in that it's kind of believable. Like I feel like in high school everybody's like insecure to the point where they are razzing their friends, arousing um, their friends, razzing. Oh. Like you know, <laughs> that that is like <laughs> totally arousing your friends. Um, yeah, that was a Freudian slip for you. Who are you arousing <laughs> like, in high school? <laughs> um, no. Uh, like it, it made sense to me, especially to like the characters of um, Annie and I don't remember the other girl's name. Um, yeah, they, you know, like they're supposed to be a certain trope of high schooler where they're like, you know, it's kind of like the Rizzo where she's like sexually active and she's like tough exterior, but she's yeah. also like gonna die in the movie. You know? Yeah. Well, she has to be punished. Yeah, for having sex. Yeah. Um, no, but I agree. It, it's kind of funny how it's like, damn, Lori's just trying to like fucking vibe and like get good grades, and like the rest of them are like, <laughs> I told the guy that you have a crush on that you have a crush on him, and now he wants to like go to the yeah. dance with you, and, and she's like, like, please don't, and they're like, no, we did. <laughs> um, and they and, like make fun of her for like babysitting and like like yeah. other stuff like that that's like perfectly reasonable <laughs> well and then the other friend who like just like goes into the house and like fucks on the bed and then like drinks all of the beer uh, and like yeah it's like, it's like yeah it's like wild how um <laughs> crazy <laughs> crazy <laughs> their friends are sorry he's, he's really just going at after it after you snapped and <laughs> drinking water um no, but I mean, okay, so I think the identifiable tropes in this film are definitely, you know, sexual transgression. They're, he, Michael Myers kills anybody who's having sex in the film. Mm-hmm. That is a very common trope that we tend to see. Yeah. Especially when it's like a slasher with teenagers, you know? Um, but I also think kind of the babysitter trope is like established here too, where it's like, the babysitters die you know yeah i don't know enough of like i feel like i can't think of enough examples to like i mean it could it could have started here for all all we know yeah i mean i don't know if it started here but it's interesting that it is kind of like like it's it felt very intentional in hitting the audience where Mm -hmm. they're their home bases, you know, like mm-hmm. presumably the people going to see this would be teenagers who probably babysit and like, you know, the idea of bringing the monster to suburbia where it's like nothing bad happens on these streets yeah. until it does. And, you know, even you being at home innocently watching the neighborhood kids while you're trying to like, you know, carve a pumpkin for them or whatever the fuck Lori was doing or you're like fucking your boyfriend in the parents bedroom like you know <laughs> all of these does. yeah all of these like you know inconspicuous things that like these teenagers are doing um, yeah. to ha- have fun quote unquote it's like 
oh, now you're at the scrutiny of this monster who's, like, coming and killing you. And, right. And you've completely let your guard down because this is your safe house, you know? Yeah, it's invasion of the home. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. Um, so I found that to be really interesting. We did... We, ha- we tend to do a bit of research when it comes to uh, this podcast... I wouldn't say a bit of research, but we like <laughs> we like watch YouTube videos and see what other people are saying and just kind of like get get the gears a greased before we pop on here, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> obviously this film has it, it occupies like a really big space in the horror genre, so mm-hmm. there's tons of videos. Mm-hmm. And I do think it has a tendency to be a little overanalyzed, um, at least in what we were watching. I mean, I don't know. Do you agree? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I. I mean, this is based off of one video that we watched, but it, like, I. It's like we could see what they were saying, but it's also like, I, or we like don't believe that there was like a huge like uh, agenda, as yeah. like a political agenda. Or even, like, that, like, like, uh, you know, I I think the tendency to kind of, like, overread, oh, this... The choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a low-budget horror film. I will say, however, and this is something that I did say afterwards, like, it, to me, of all of those kind of, like, slasher genres that, or the, of all of the slasher films that we watch that kind of are around this time, mm-hmm. to me, this is the one that definitely seemed like john carpenter was like no there will be a sequel like we will be making more more films yeah for sure because with like friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street they ended in a way where you're like oh wow like you know at the end where freddie breaks through the door Mm -hmm. and you're like oh shit but you know like the movie kind of came to a close Mm -hmm. we saw the monster die and we were told that it died until the very end where it's like oh no maybe he didn't die but we got closure on the narrative yeah and the same with friday the 13th this one we did not get closure on the narrative like he gets shot out of a window and then he's just gone yeah and we don't see like Lori being like taken care of at the end and like yeah. brought home. We don't see like the family's grieving because yeah. their kids died. Like it's very much just like a wait, that's the end. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's like such a good I feel like it's like the smartest option to like end a horror movie that way because it's either like, oh, we're leaving it up to your mat. It's like scarier that the the monster's still out there. There's no closure, he's still at it. And also, it gives you that avenue to, like, do a sequel if you get yeah. the funding. Yeah, and... It's like a win-win. Yeah, and, like, I guess on top of that, too, um, yeah, that, like, final cut scene or of, of all of the different areas where, like, you know, Michael Myers is fuck shit up, and you mm-hmm. just hear his heavy breathing behind the mask. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, he's still he's here. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, everywhere. You yeah. can't get away from him. Um, I will say, <laughs> speaking of omnipresent, we had opinions on the amount of times Jamie Lee Curtis's character could have killed that. <laughs> oh, could have killed him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were watching the movie, we were like, could have like, ended it there? Yeah. Could have ended it there? Could have ended it there? Pick up the knife, girl. Pick up the knife. It's this, I mean, we've like, we, yeah, we've talked about this like in a million other horror movies too, or it's just true. like, 
It could have, they could have died right there. Yeah. They could have killed them and the movie would be over. But that's the whole thing is the movie would be over. Yeah. And I wonder if like, you know, cause you talk about how we've talked about this in horror movies before. I wonder if that's like a thing where it is like the frustration is part of the like horror where it's like, oh, maybe, yeah. you could have fucking killed yeah, him and yeah. you didn't <laughs> like, like that in and of itself is kind of horrific because it's like, do you not want this to end? Do you want to die? Like, I think that's a really good point because it also plays into like how, like the people who have sex die or the people or like, just like the bad, there's bad choices like happening left and right. So the whole time you're like, I would never do. Oh, what an idiot. Like I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go down in the basement. I wouldn't open the door, you know? Yeah. And it really, it plays into that too. So I think that makes a lot of sense. But I also wonder too, it's like, you know, we're watching a horror movie. So we, we, you know, we we know that this is a a series of horrific well, yeah. events are about to happen. Yeah. If this was in my real life, well, okay, I say that in the in the terms of like having sex and stuff. But yeah, if some like masked murderer came into my home, I, I would have picked up that knife and like shoved it through his chest probably multiple times. I would have stabbed him once and then put the knife down and then <laughs> turned my back to him. <laughs> You would have? <laughs> um, no, I no, but yeah, I get what you mean, where it is just kind of like, you know, these, these bad decisions kind of add to that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and it's so present. It's like self-referential yeah. now with, within modern movies. Like, I think, isn't there like a thread of that in like Captain in the Woods? Yeah. And, Scream, uh, Scream directly calls it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. A scary movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, again, but, th- but then again, like, like we were saying, this is kind of where these horror tropes started, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I find it interesting, like, and again, this is this is my first dip into the Halloween um, universe. I know that there are endless films, um, endless Halloween films. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, being made today, even like yeah, one comes out later this year. Yeah. Um. So it does seem kind of <laughs> it's a, it does seem like it's kind of taken a life of its own. But yeah, just like thinking about this one film in and of itself, like. Yeah, it was like it was genuinely good, and I enjoyed that I watch it. Watched it. I'm glad that I've seen it now. Um, but I agree with you. I, w- I didn't lose any sleep. I wasn't like terrified watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, the line choice and the the mm-hmm. script was questionable at times. You did mention how terrible the script was yeah. when we watched it, but uh, in a way that was forgivable because sometimes those like kitschy horror movies are kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I think I remember feeling similar in like Nightmare on Elm Street where I was like, what are they saying? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, I remember the girls would say totally like every other word, like every sentence had totally in it. In Nightmare on Elm Street or in, the, in Halloween? In Halloween. Yeah. And Did then even, <laughs> even like there were a couple of lines where they'd like talk to themselves and, and both of us mm. were like, what? <laughs> like what, what did that even mean? Like who? what (laughs) like it just was weird um but i don't know you you agree mixer (laughs) um who would you scared who would you recommend this movie to if you had to um you know this might be a shock um 
to you and your listeners, but I don't know if I would recommend this movie. I think if somebody asked me, I want to watch a horror movie, what should I watch? Halloween wouldn't... I wouldn't say to avoid this movie, but this wouldn't be in my top ten even of horror movies to watch. Wow, so the Halloween stands are going to come for you now? I guess, I guess so. They're the Halloween girlies are going to cancel you, yeah. Really? But, yeah, like, I, I think it's good, but I I wouldn't be like, you have to watch this. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, think I, you'll be fine if you don't. Uh, I don't know if I would say you don't have to watch it. I mean, if somebody is, like, genuinely interested in horror, I think it is an important film to to watch. I think there's better recommendations in this one. I mean, I agree. This wouldn't be my first film that I'd be like, yes, go watch this movie. Yeah. But I also think that this occupies, like, an interesting space in people who... For, for people who are, like, really scared of horror movies, this is not going to scare you. This is going to make you unsettled, I think. This is going to be like, yeah. oh, but it... It's, like, a way to get into the Halloween mood without, like, fully committing to a full-blown, like, I can't sleep without the lights on horror movie. Mm -hmm. So I like that. I think that that's, like, a good good quality to this movie that I think could be used to recommend it to certain people. Like, I would tell Corey, like, yeah, you could totally watch this movie and it's, like, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. She might have even seen this movie. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But... And I also think for anybody who, like myself, really enjoys the horror genre and, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't not watch the... I mean, you can't, you know, like, this is the movie (laughs) that started it all, you know, like... Yeah, I do agree. I feel like if you say you're a horror movie fan, but you've never seen Halloween, I feel like that might raise some eyebrows. Yeah. And I think it's a good point that it's for, like, people who want to tiptoe into horror movies because there's enough, like laughable things about it where yeah. you're not like sucked in yeah so yeah i i agree with what you're saying yeah and i mean like i also want to clarify we would never raise an eyebrow on anybody who's like i love horror but i've never seen x y and z i would oh yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but i do think that there are people out there who would and like I guess I'm just saying it in that, like, it's not a bad movie. Like, if you like horror movies, mm-hmm. you'll probably like this movie. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's just not... I, I can see why it lasted this. Yeah. Like, why it's timeless, in a sense. Yeah. Um, I also forgot, because I wanted to mention, the soundtrack was bomb as fuck. Like, oh, yeah. Because I think John Carpenter did the soundtrack. Himself? Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Um, we're using my phone to record this, so I can't look it up. But let me look it up. Um, but I think I remember seeing that in the opening credits and being like, "That's really fucking cool." The theme is like known. Yeah, like it's it's recognizable. Yeah, it's like same with like Jaws. You yeah, know? like it is very. Um, like that is Halloween, in the Wicked Witch. You know, it's kind of, it's that iconic horror um horror sounds oh yeah you're right see he did the he's the composer and that to me is like even more interesting because it's a low budget film it's i feel like i can i mean i don't i haven't watched any interviews with john carpenter and i don't (laughs) i don't really know anything about him until now yeah but yeah exactly yeah had no idea but i feel like in i can put myself in his mind and say like 
I bet you he was like, nothing that I'm hearing is matching what I want for this film. So I guess I'm just going to have to make it myself. Which, like, I find so cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. Um. And it does have that feel of classic, like, 80s, 70s and 80s horror, where it's like mm-hmm. that, you know, like, the, like, synth sounds that are, like, like somebody hopped on a piano and just went, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, but I kind of like that. It's, like, enjoyable in the right films. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um Totally. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say? Um, I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis um, did. I'm <laughs> making stuff up now as I'm going along. She slayed. <laughs> Nothing else to say. You um, felt like Jamie Lee Curtis slayed. I feel like this movie should be entitled Freaky Friday, and then Freaky Friday should be titled Halloween. Because Halloween took place... Freaky Friday took place on a Halloween. The, yeah. It was a Freaky Friday Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and she slayed. And that's that on that. Well, there you have it. There you have it, everyone. I think in retrospect, that movie is so watched and so reviewed that what could we possibly add? (laughs) Other than our our own opinions. Um, But yeah, I genuinely enjoyed this movie. Glad it's like off my to-watch list and onto my have-seen list. Um... But yeah, join us next time when we watch The Babadook. Gay icon. Uh, 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 Icon, icon, The Babadook. The gay, the LGBTQ hero. Yep. Wait, I have a Halloween joke. Oh, go. Can I say it? Yeah. Um, Where do baby ghosts go during the day? Where? Day scare. I am so sorry you had to hear that. Okay, bye. See you next time. Are you going to say bye? Oh, goodbye. I was reading more jokes. Wow. <laughs>